Carrie and Tommy about to go off. Kicking off the Carrie and Tommy podcast where fun is always on the menu. And speaking of menus, Liquorland adds the perfect touch to any meal or gathering. Find your favourite tipple for any occasion. Click and collect in just 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. For your Tuesday afternoon. Ooh, surprise show today. Ooh, because mm-hmm. you love surprises. I do. They make me a bit nervous. Yeah, they this should. Is a surprise I should be excited about or nervous about. Um, what's the worst when we do surprises on the show? What's the the worst element involved? That we always have to wear a bloody blindfold. Guess what? It's yep. back. Haven't had one for 2024. Yeah, one, guys. Yep. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, I'm very excited for what's coming up. Um, I think you should be. It's a massive, for you and for Australia, mm-hmm. it is massive. Now, up next, though, mm. um, I uh, had a conversation with two girlfriends um, that somebody overheard. YTG. Um, and this was not a conversation for. Um, other people's ears, and I'm going to tell you what that conversation uh, that the stranger overheard next. Oh, my God. Gary and Tommy. This still makes me laugh, yes. what I'm about to tell you, and I can't believe I haven't brought it to you earlier because it happened over summer. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it's so much. So <laughs> um, caught up with some friends that I hadn't seen in a couple of years, yeah. and it's amazing how uh, women in their 40s, we get straight to it. The small talk is done within about 20 seconds. You're talking yeah. Babies, you're talking pelvic floor, we're doing oh, kegels. Yeah. Yep, you're doing you're talking, kegels? Yep. Should we do some Oh, kegels? absolutely yes. now, of course, ladies. Ooh, ooh, uh, uh, it's kegel time. Take your pelvic floor to paradise. Here we go. Yeah. My, my, please don't I'm ready. Wait. Let's do it together, guys. Now do Girls. your kegels Hang with on. me. Three, two, one, clench, 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 clench. Oh, don't do that face again. We hate when you do that face. Too much. I'm just doing and no kegels. woman looks like that when they're doing our kegels. In fact, you shouldn't be able to tell when someone's doing their kegels. Oh, let me guess if you're doing one. We do this every time. Let me guess. We did this like let me days guess. ago. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have a guess of whether I am or not. No, because you're going to do that face again. Anyway. <laughs> We had um, we covered a lot of ground. Sorry, just so one, we were, can I do one no, more? No, stop doing one it. More. This one is more. just exactly what we did on air. No, and no, you don't need the noise. This is now a whole different segment. Just one more. Can you just give us us women a segment that you're not involved yep. in? Yeah. Okay. I, I'll talk, I, I definitely want. So we were at a park. Stop. You go. We were at a park. Um, at a playground, children's playground, with our kids. Talking about doing kegels. No. Well, yeah, yeah. We're watching our kids. Pushing they don't them. do kegels like you do kegels, so it's fine. <laughs> you're not sitting in a park going. No, we're not. We're not making noises. We're having conversations, broken conversations while pushing kids on swings, feeding them, doing all the things we need to do. Yes. But we covered everything. In this conversation, we started talking about one of my friend's uh, sisters had um, an ovarian cyst that like disconnected from, I think, her ovary or her cervix and she practically birthed it. Then we were talking about. um, And you push. And so, and then you're like, good stuff, Addie, on the swing. (laughs) Then we were talking. Um, we were talking about uh, the, the color of your nipples changing as you get older. What's and we're the, about what's perimenopause. The range? Hang on, what's the range of nipple color? Is it like a? Well, all of us had different experiences, so it was everyone. We were just all being quite open about the change in nipple color. But it's um, like a but, shade. But like it's not going green yes, or anything. Yeah, so. yeah. They're not. <laughs> Wait till you get there. You'll find out. Oh, how exciting! Um, yeah, no, they're not. They're not going from like I was going to say purple. Actually, some of them are purple. From like it's shades of a skin tone. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, but yeah. they just change colour and size. And then we were talking about um, thrush 
and we, we just come uh, Addy, so not over there. Thank you. Just back so here. Thank you. You pay, share. But I think this is what women do when they catch up and they haven't seen each other for a while because we're carrying around all this stuff. And I know we've had a lot of chats recently, quite deep chats in this room with our guests about all um, things women. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been getting quite deep. But we had this deep chat in the park. Anyway, we got to the point where we started talking about heavy periods. Addy, share. <laughs> no, we we are oversharing, but you share. <laughs> and how, as you get older, it basically feels like you're hemorrhaging. Addy, it's not too high. <laughs> we got to the point where um, one of us was talking about being at a concert and standing up and basically um, just the the flow that was left on a seat and how mortifying it was. Anyway, at good that, girl, Addy. That's <laughs> that good. Moment we heard a. <laughs> What is? And we all like, what's that? We look around, and the entire time we mm. thought it was an empty park. <laughs> it was a man reading a book in the corner, like I reckon two meters from us. But because it was a limestone wall, we couldn't see him. And he'd sat there quietly for forty-five minutes yeah. listening to air. Like it was so graphic, like so do you, graphic. Do you know what's only slightly? And the bit that tipped him over was <laughs> the, heavy yes. period, the heavy flow, and he just you just hear him go, <laughs> and we all just went. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. And he goes, "That's cool. It's cool." He was like in his early thirties. That man is never ever going to ever be married, have children ever. Like we've scarred him for life. You know, there's only one bit that's slightly incorrect about your story. Mm. Um, that man had a book. He wasn't reading. Oh, a book. Absolutely, he we was were more interesting than any book. Yeah. That was going on. Yeah. Like, honestly. Am I the, right, girls? The ground, Addy, off the swing. The ground <laughs> we covered. But it made me think how often you do hear conversations that you're not meant to hear. Like, sometimes it's on public transport, you know, mm-hmm. where people think you've got your headphones in, but they've died. And you're like, I, I can oh, all I of think that. Yeah, I think Sorry. People have died. <laughs> people. You think you've got the headphones in, but they're Sorry. dead. <laughs> They've been riding this train for a long time. I don't know. He can't hear us. He's dead. <laughs> Should we do something about it? Probably. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I've hemorrhaged on the seat. 13, right 10, 60. <laughs> what dead. conversation did you overhear? Also, women in their 40s, there's stuff going down you want to talk about. You know where the place to be. Absolutely. We love hearing from women. Oh. Women and their cycle. Everything. Menstrual it's Tuesday. menstrual Tuesday. <laughs> it's, it's You know you can Tuesday. always call 13, 10, 60. Oh, I can't uh, get involved? But we also want to hear oh, what co- on Tuesday. what conversation you overheard. Give us a call. Carrie and Tommy. For your Tuesday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And on 131060, overheard conversations or? Or just women in the 40s. What's call us down? with stuff that's going down yeah. with your body. We're here to talk about it, just to break down the barriers, you know? <laughs> Could it be a weekly segment, what's going down down there? That's a great idea. Oh, what's going down down there Wednesday? We need to normalise. Down, yes. down there Thursdays. Oh, sorry, down, down there Thursdays. Oh, down, down there Tuesdays. Yeah, Coles does that, don't they? No, no but it's down, different. Down. They don't. They provide discounts on <laughs> prices of grocery items. We're talking about women's nether regions as you age. No, I think it's good to normalise it. Girlfriends and I, oh, so, uh, we're I, catching up. I, I just up. gave it, uh, I'm, I'm on board, Bickers. Yeah, no, I know. I know you are. I'm mm. just telling everybody. Um, we are... Uh, What's happening in here? Everyone's panicking. No, in oh. a state, in a flat. Sorry, they're trying in to. In a flat. They're trying uh-huh. to. Yeah, See what very good. Yeah. Yeah. Try, I actually think that's a little immature. Um, we're trying to normalise it, not mock it. Well, um, we just call it what we call it. You know, flat before um, Oh, that's good. <laughs> anyway, we could get an airline to sponsor it. I was in Sorry. the park um, with some girlfriends, and we were having a catch up, and we very quickly. I got to talking about the real life stuff, and mm. we covered everything from um, cervical cysts to hemorrhaging, yeah. to nipple colour, to crush. It was all happening oh, yeah. um, as this poor man that we did not see there behind a limestone wall was trying to read his book. Did he and have his bingo card out? He... Marking off as he heard him. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Did, was, that, was that pelvic floor? Was that bladder oh, yeah, leakage? Got, I didn't hear. We, we did do a lot of I bladder just, leakage. I just need bladder leakage and I win the meat tray. <laughs> The meat, the meat tray. tray. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of meat tray conversation. Um, I can't carry. Just a bit immature, thanks. <laughs> anyway, at, it, the bit segment. that tipped him over the edge was the hemorrhaging part and he verbally went and then he got up and he said, sorry, guys, and he'd been sitting there the whole time. And the poor guy had overheard the whole conversation. Uh, Annette, what conversation did someone overhear? Um, well, I... I actually overheard the conversation. I was looking after both my elderly grandparents who were in their 80s 
and all of a sudden they've, they've gone off to bed and it's um, all I heard was, come on, get on, get on, come on, get on. And I'm thinking, oh, my, oh my God, God, I do not want to be hearing oh this. Wear his earplugs or something. Yeah. I finally realised that he was, it was my pop telling the dog to get on the bed. <laughs> oh. Imagine if that's what he was saying to you, to your Imagine man. if he said, oh, come oh, on, get on. on. Imagine if he said, get yeah, on, I know, get that's on exactly dog. why I wanted earplugs or a pillow or something. <laughs> something, anything. <laughs> Thank you, Annette. Thank you, Annette. While we got you, while we got you, anything down there that you want to discuss? Because this is, you know, it's a forum. Oh, I don't think we have that that amount of time left in the show, do you? And it's well, we're thinking started. of waking, making it a weekly segment. We could Annette. go live from well, now. It might, it might, be, might have to be a weekly segment, like the whole week. <laughs> yeah, we could go live from now through to Flappy Friday. <laughs> Tash, are you there? Hello. How are you? What conversation did you overhear? Well. Someone overheard me, this poor um, elderly man in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, me and one of my girlfriends were out at dinner one evening and we probably didn't realise how loud we were talking about certain positions um, oh. that you're comfortable with, not comfortable with, um, <laughs> or too scared to do. And this poor guy started leaning in closer and closer. <laughs> He's, he fell off his chair <laughs> When we started talking about certain things, we and I'm telling you, the whole table went over. Oh, he actually fell out of his chair. Not like he nearly did. No, no, he was leaning in so close (laughs) that he rocked right off the chair. I love what it. You he, would have made his night, Tash. What did you say, Tash? Like, did he did he get flustered and apologise, or did he just pretend like the chair was somehow at fault? Oh, look, it, it was a little bit. He was a little bit um, frazzled. Yeah. Um, he did get, uh, and then we realised how loud we were talking and the graphic of our conversation, yes. and um, we tried to tone it back a little bit. But yeah, he was very, uh, definitely very red in the face, and. Yeah, we've tried to talk a lot quieter whenever we do go out for dinner now. Tash, I love oh, it. Don't, I love don't, it. Also, don't change your behaviour, Tash. You do you. Let everyone I'll else cope me. around you. Carrie, 100%. 100%. <laughs> good on you, Tash. You know what's great about it? Tash's call? Mm. She merged both our core topics. That was overheard conversations mm-hmm. and what's going on, on down there, in- there yes. Tuesdays. Yes. Zoe. Fantastic stuff. You want to tell us what's going on down there or you're calling with an overheard conversation? Oh, I would prefer not to tell you what's going on down there, but Oops. I will tell you an overheard conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was on holidays only recently with my uh, uh, sister and her fiancé, and they were sitting in the spa, and I'd just come back from seeing a psychic. And um, I came in, and I'm like, okay, guys, these are the plans for the afternoon. They were in the spa with the bubbles on, and mm. they proceeded to complain about me. Like they went to town on me and my personality while they were in the spa, not knowing that I could hear them. Oh my god! I heard every word. What's the main thing, Zoe? What's what the? Don't ask her what's wrong with her personality. What were they saying? What were they saying, Zoe? They were saying that I always just I always just come in and just don't care about anybody else's plans. It's just like my way kind of thing. No, you don't sound like that at all, Zoe. No, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your Tuesday, Arvo. It is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And sign up for Woolworths Net Set Go, Netball's official program for kids aged 5 to 10 today. We start here. Very, very uh, special surprise happening very yes. soon that I don't know about, but you're all saying I'm going to love you are, that's I, after four. You are abso- I promise it's not a prank and you are just going to lose your mind. Something that I don't love is heights. And the story I have oh, for you next, if you don't like gonna... heights, this better not involve heights, the surprise. No, just cancel the bungee jump. The story I have up next is mm-hmm. a reminder why um, this thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> for those who... Give some context. What? Carrie sounds so breathy because <laughs> we've got a new boxing toy in the studio and she's been using it. And I'm it sounds good. like she's very excited about the story that's coming up next. No, it's a story about all the things I hate next. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie a bit more on Tommy Little. So I've spoken before about having uh, panic attacks on chairlifts. I hate heights and mm. I'm not good on chairlifts. I did slowly I feel like master my fear while I, I was away last year and I feel like I got a bit better. I think you're getting heaps better. Yeah. You nearly bungee jumped. 
I did. Quite, quite, I walked out even onto that little thing. Yeah. Even yeah. getting up the bridge, I never would have been able to yeah. do before. I'm getting nah. better. But then I hear stories like what I'm about to bring you now, and I'm like, nah, that's me back down. What, like, what, I'm what's done. Happened? What's happened? So uh, there was a woman who was on a ski resort, Lake Tahoe, and yes. um, she went missing. And everyone was like, where is she? Sent out a search party, couldn't find her. Um, the poor woman, Monica what's, Lasso. What's, what's happened to Mon? Lasso, Mon, oh, Ted's sister. Mrs. Lasso. <laughs> Mrs. Lasso, yep. Mrs. Lasso um, was on a skiing trip with her friends and she was at the top of the mountain and it was uh, 4.58 and she was like, it was the last run down. You know, uh, when it gets starts to get dark, everyone's like, last run, you've got to get down before it gets dark, the chairlift, you know, you've got to get on the chairlift. And she went up to one of the workers and she said, I can't keep going down, I'm exhausted. And they were like, that's fine, just jump on the, the lift, this is the last, last run down. Did she say that? Uh, she did, did, said like uh, it was getting late. She that. approached a worker who guided her to the gondola after she expressed that she was too tired to continue down the hill. Oh. She got onto the gondola at 4.58 p.m. I, I was going to say, I don't think they would ever let you go down on them. Well, maybe they shouldn't have. Because at two minutes later, right at five o'clock on the dot, the chairlift stopped. Ooh. It stopped Ew. there and no one oh. came to find her for oh the entire gosh. night. But also, I mean, no. at least. All night she sat there rubbing her hands and feet to keep her to keep her warm. She screamed so crazy. much that she lost her voice and no one could hear her. She could see people going under her and she was like, help, help, and no one could hear her. Sure what? you rock the gondola a lot. No, that's my worst fear. Yeah, Whenever you go on a ride punching. and someone starts rocking it, it makes me so angry I that's want a, to I'm hurt them. <laughs> yes, I would yeah. want to hurt you. <laughs> she said she felt very frustrated when the ski lifts, the gondola started working again on the Friday and then she got down to the bottom and they're like, oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> She's like, oh, I've been on here for 15 God. hours. None of you came to get me. And surely, surely she's had to do some kind of bodily functions in 15 hours. Oh, oh a bit of yellow God. snow, you reckon? Yeah. More than yellow snow. But yeah. a gondola's enclosed. Yeah, it's that's not what a chairlift. I mean, I mean when oh. the doors open at the bottom, it oh, would be like, whoa, wow. whoa, it's the first run oh, of the day. Wow. How do you stink that bad? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Would she have pe- she would have had to pee in there. Mrs. Lasso. Yes. Absolutely. Mon. Oh, Monny. Mon. Oh, Mon. <laughs> oh, my God. So we want to know on 131060, what gondola wrong? Is that what you want? <laughs> no, I just wanted to say that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> wasn't even mine. It was producer Pip's. Out for you. Um, where'd you get stuck? That's how a pro delivers it, Pip. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. 15 hours she got stuck on a gondola. Where did you get stuck and for how long? 13, 10, 60. Carrie and Tommy. Your Tuesday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And on 13, 10, 60, what? Gondola wrong. Good job. Yeah. Where'd you get stuck? The other way of saying it. Yes. Um, Monica <laughs> was in Lake Tahoe. Yes. I didn't realise there were ski lifts. I thought it was a lake. Um, it's a mountain area as well. I think it's both, yeah. Yeah. And she, at 4.58, she was like, I can't get down this last run. I'm so tired. And they said, that's fine. Jump on the gondola. Two minutes into her gondola ride, the gondola ride stopped. And she sat for 15 hours um, up, hanging up high on a gondola, uh, screaming for help and no one came to help her. A ski her. lift and a gondola are different, right? Yeah, ski lift is the open thing and gondola is, is the So she's coasting. inside. Yeah, she's yeah. Inside. Oh, are you downplaying what happened to her? Yep. But, but you, Jesse is right. If <laughs> it she would was be out, way worse if she was Also, it doesn't work lift. to say what ski lift ro- went wrong. Like the gondola wrong bit <laughs> Let's works better. ski when where you, you got stuck. That's very good. <laughs> That's, good. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Jackie, where'd you get stuck? Hi, I got stuck in the bathtub. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When? When I was about four, my mum asked me to pull the plug. She was cooking dinner and she yelled out to me to pull the plug out and I got my fingers stuck in the bathtub. Oh. So in, I couldn't get it's out. slightly disappointing that I imagined it being more recent and it was your butt. Um, but let's go back <laughs> yes. to when you were four, Jackie. See so your fingers. Yeah, that's a, in that's the, a fear. In the, in in the, the hole. hole? Yep. And yeah, did, three of them. Did the um, – because I seem – I feel like whenever I've heard these stories, it's the – Fireys that come. Mm. Did the fireys come? Yeah, so I had the police rescue squad, uh, the fire brigade, and ambulance, and I made the front page of the Sydney Herald Sun. Oh, oh Jackie. well done, Jackie. So, your mum must have been so proud. What an early age to Very. peak. Um, <laughs> what was the, What was the headline they went with? Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline stuck in the bathtub. <laughs> oh, well, it could have that, been a bit more original. Yeah, absolutely. I oh, know. But it was, hey, it was some time ago now, so. Okay. So we're all just stopping yeah. and thinking what it could have been. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, a long time in the bathtub. So they ended up hanging me upside down and using a, a diamond-tipped file to get me out. 
So it took quite some time. Oh, to to cut the thing open. Yeah, because it wouldn't unscrew from underneath. My stepdad got stuck under the house trying to unscrew it as well. It was a double whammy story. Where did you get stuck? (laughs) That's great. How did they get him out? Um, by his oh, they just sort of probably tugged him out. I don't have no idea. It just Jackie. It really reminds me of I don't know if you ever got like a a footy caught in a tree, and so then you go and get the basketball to try and throw it at the footy to get the footy down. Oh yeah, but then the basketball gets stuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah, it. But yeah. The, but the family and no. bathtub instead of sporting goods. Yeah, we got it. <clears throat> Jackie, thank you. What g'day. about cat? Yeah, get a cat. Oh, get a. How you going? Yeah, not too bad. Where'd you get stuck? I got stuck in an outside bath, like an outside toilet at my old house. Did you? About six hours. Six hours in an outhouse. What happened? How did you get stuck? I I, I went in to use the toilet, yeah. and apparently when I closed the door, the door handle broke. <gasps> And it just we we literally had to break the door into about three pieces to get me out. I am extremely claustrophobic as well, so I was stuck in a one point five by one meter room. But at least I reckon, Cat, of all the places to get stuck, somewhere with a toilet yeah. is the best. And that old school toilet where there would have been gaps all in the walls and stuff, yeah, because it was old. You could have yeah, breathed yeah, the fresh yeah, air. Not wrong about but that. probably um, spiders. Yeah, true. Oh. I have a question but though. Did no one uh, wonder where you'd gone or that where the? No, well, was there. He knew I was there. It just, oh, he, he could not open the door. Also, oh, he was looking for you. He didn't just wait six hours before he went, where's Cat gone? But I reckon no, no, no. there would have been I a... think it took him about 20 minutes to figure out. Still. No, no, no. And I would have taken my phone with me to the toilet. Who doesn't go to the toilet with mm. their phone these days? Yes. But don't you reckon, Carrie, there would be a period of time when you realise your partner's stuck in there and you go, I'll just have 10 minutes by myself. Do you think, Cat, that that's what he would have done? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have been like, oh, Jesus, quiet. It's quiet. <laughs> oh, it's nice. Thanks, Kat. What about you, Matt? Where'd you get stuck? Uh, g'day. Um, well, I was working in the city and a couple of mates decided to um, all jump at the same time while heading up to our floor. On oh, the, the building, lift. In the oh. lift. Yeah. Did it work? And it stopped the lift. <gasps> And we were stuck in it for about only 45 minutes. Worth but it? It was, it was their way to get out of work and maybe have a quick nap until uh, someone got the lift going again. Did, you, did people nap? <laughs> well, because they purposely did it. They wanted to get out of work for a little bit. So then everyone else in the lift had to uh, just have a rest with them. It's a real sign you don't love your job yeah, when you risk your death to get 45 <laughs> minutes off. Carrie and Tommy. Yes, it is, and it is almost time. No, it is time. All Ooh. show because we've mm. been teasing that we've got a big surprise for you. Now is the time. I need you to exit the studio. And Can I at, ask any questions? Um, not is right now. Is it a now. thing? Not right now. Is it a thing I have nope. to do? No time. Okay. You've got to get out of the studio, please. You'll okay. see uh, the producers out there. They have a blindfold for you. Oh. Uh, your blindfold goes on. Okay. We will see you shortly. But go now. I'm going now. Go now. Go now. Go, yes. So um, just waiting for the door to close. Yep, you're good. Um, so for everybody listening, um, we have organised Carrie's favourite artist in the world at the moment, and she is going to join us and surprise Carrie next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. You drive home this afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. She's one of the biggest artists in the world right now. It is no secret to anyone that has listened to our show before. Uh, she's one of Carrie and I's favourite artists. Uh, please welcome to the show, Ray. Hi. Now, Ray, um, you may have noticed uh, in the name of our show, our show is called Carrie and Tommy, and I'm Tommy, but there is yeah, no... Yeah, where's Carrie? Well, Carrie's not here for a, a very good reason um, because she absolutely adores you. Oh, we literally you. did. We literally did our Spotify wrapped at the end of um, last year, and mm-hmm. of uh, her top five songs, I think three were your songs. Really? Yes. Hey. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I should explain. I, I've just realised now to our listeners, this sounds really cruel because I've just said she's not here, and I haven't explained yeah. what's actually happening. So where she is standing, you can't see her at the moment. But where she is standing is outside the studio, and she had a, has a blindfold on. Really? Um, she had a. Uh, a crap week last week, and she talked oh. about that on air. And we thought instead of telling her um, that you're going to be here, we thought we would surprise. make it a surprise. Yes. Oh, um, okay, that's so we're, cute. We're just about to bring her in. 
how do you want to, because she won't be able to see you, but she'll have um, her headphones on, so she'll hear you. How do you want to surprise her? Should I just say hi? Hi, Carrie. I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, what should I say? sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I just say, I don't know. I, I don't know. What do you, you tell me what There's, to say. Um, you, could, you could ask her to guess who it is. You could sing to her. You could just say hi. The <laughs> options sing are, to her. Sing to her. Hi, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's pretty good. Guess who? That's oh hilarious. My God, that's good. On. That's good. That's actually great. Should uh, we, no, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. We, I, I'll, I'll, just say, I'll just say hi, Carrie, and then... Um, and guess what, who it is? I don't know. Yeah, is sure. that cheesy? And, and then watch her freak out. <laughs> okay. I mean, I like the song option. Oh, really? Oh, sure no, you hate it. It's not cheesy. Nah. <laughs> no, it just sounds beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> okay. whatever you do, you're the boss. You you just go with it. Um, do okay. You, should we bring her in? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. She's walking now. Um, she's getting guided in because she does have uh, a blindfold on. And um, she's just coming into the room. Hey, Carrie. Yeah, hi. Um, we've just got to get you over to your microphone and get your headphones on. Uh, we know you have a blindfold. Um, you're finding... Yeah, she's first, fi- oh, first, don't swear. Oh, sorry. <laughs> our first blindfold for 2020. Yeah, shuffle oh. yourself into the desk and grab those headphones that Pippa is handing you and put them over your ears. Can you hear me in your headphones? Yeah, I can. Well, we have a special guest um, that would like to, to speak to you. Hi. Hi, Carrie. How are you doing? I um, <laughs> I heard you have really excellent taste in music and I just wanted to say uh, thank you for having great taste in music and for making me oh like three songs of your top five songs. <laughs> <laughs> I know who this is and I love it so much. Do you want to take your blindfold off? Yes, I do. Where oh. is she? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you're amazing. Oh, thank oh, you. Look how beautiful you are. And my heart was beating a bit there. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, Ray, I reckon we need to let uh, Bickers collect herself. And up next, we'll get stuck into our chat. We cannot wait. We'll do more with Ray. On the other side of this is her smash hit, Escapism. It's Carrie and Tommy for your drive home. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy for your drive home. The Savo, that is Ray's Escapism. And we are still lucky enough to have her joining us now. Yeah, just before uh, we blindfolded Carrie and surprised her uh, with one of her favourite artists. We are both super fans of Ray and our Spotify rap last year. Um, we're filled with basically all of your hits. I, I don't want to feel how I did last Carrie hates surprises, so we were nervous, but we were sure with this that it would at least be a good one. Oh, no, I'm really happy to be a surprise. I like I, throwing I them. That. I just don't like receiving them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, do you know what? Actually, honestly, I'm the same. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's the biggest surprise anyone's ever thrown you? Oh, my goodness. <sighs> the biggest surprise. I feel like it's really hard to surprise me, honestly, because I'm so... Um, a control freak? Yeah, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what are you talking about? What, what are you guys planning? Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about the um, the record number of nominations you've just received for the Brit Awards? It, My goodness. Congratulations. Amazing. I, I know uh, you're blowing up around the world at the moment, but did that, speaking of surprises, did that even surprise you? No, that. Actually, yeah, I should have obviously segued into that because obviously I'm a donut. No, that's what we're here for. No, that was was a a ridiculously huge, huge surprise uh, on on so many levels. Yeah, I, I could not have predicted that or seen that coming and I'm still completely shook. Is there a little bit that. of you that, um, excuse my, I'll say it in a polite way, a bit of an F you about it? Like to quite a lot of people in the past that perhaps haven't understood quite what they um, had right there in their hands. Do you know what it, it is, if it's anything, it's just extremely validating. You know, I think at the That's beginning That's a polite of, way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is, you know. <laughs> at the beginning of my independent chapter, you know, the first song I, I released was a song called Hard Out Here. And, and everyone thought I'd lost my mind, right? The, inside the lyrics, I'm like... You done it. You're not going to hold me down. I'm going to bounce back. You're going to have to see me shining one day. You know, I was really like, but, you know, and, and everyone's like, Ray's lost the plot. Poor Ray. <laughs> like, it's over for her. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? And and this entire 
album, this entire album and, and the way it's been received and these seven nominations and the streams, even though I told myself it's not about numbers, I just want to build a fan base of people who care about my album, you know, not just fleeting moments. It's just been above and beyond anything I could have even imagined or dreamed. So I feel so seen and so lucky, really. Yeah, it's wild. I want to play your, I, well, I do play your music to anyone in um, my life that will listen, not just because your voice is amazing, but it's this beautiful mix of like, there's this sexual energy in there, but also, Aww. but also I think because I read up a little bit about your past, when I listened to the lyrics of it, it's so powerful. And uh, Tommy brought us on air once, um, the, the, the bit in the middle that he loved. I think we've got a little bit of it here. Cause I'm a woman. that's what I drive around with oh. my windows down and I'm singing those exact lyrics. <laughs> Man, is that your pick Absolutely. from the album? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and people must look at me. Do you know you have that impact? Like, do you know there's men on the other side of the world? Saying we're a brave, strong woman. Going, I'm a woman. <laughs> no, do you know what, actually, a lot of, a lot, do you know what, actually, as well, a lot of the gay community reached out and expressed that that song is a really important one to them as well. I think, you know, beyond my perspective, obviously, as a woman, like, you know, we all we all have those moments of, you know, you go through difficulties. It's obviously, I think women get a really hugely unfair bulk of a lot of dealing with a lot of S H, yeah, the rest of the word. But you know, the human experience isn't always pretty. It's not always lovely. It's not always nice. There's really some really tough times, and music is medicine for that. You know, so I love that you're finding some sort of medicine inside <laughs> that too. Ray, we have so much more to chat to you about. Um, would you mind sticking around? Oh, of course, no. I'm joking, of course. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy for your Tuesday, Arvo, and we are still lucky enough to be joined by superstar Ray. And just before, um, we touched on uh, our, our favourite song of yours, Ice Cream Man. Um, this this bit, for those who haven't heard it, is the horse. Because I'm a woman, I'm a very brave, strong woman, and I'll be damned if I let a man ruin how, what, how, talk, how, do. Are you able to tell, um, just for people that don't know, um, obviously in your words, as much as you're comfortable about what that song is about? Um, yeah, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really tricky subject. You know, the the, the subject of of that song is, you know, about trauma and and PTSD and sexual assault and the R word, which, you know, it, it's all these things that I think. Um, I really, really, I find really uncomfortable to talk about. And I think I went through, you know, kind of my fair share of things, especially coming up as a young woman in the industry. You know, when you're young and hungry, like you're very vulnerable. Mm. I was extremely vulnerable and, and sadly in some really tough, horrible scenarios, you know. And I think for me, my power was I don't I don't have the strength. There are some women out there who have the strength to just be like, Do you know what, I'm going to deal with this head on. And they're extremely brave. And I don't personally have that strength. So for me, my my way of being able to be loud about something that I've been so quiet about for so many years was through music, you know. And one in three times I sing that on the stage and I'm absolutely a mess. Like it's still a very much, you know, a, a sore subject, something that is it, it's really tough. But I think, um, you know, it's important to... to have conversations about it and let it out. I think the toughest thing is when you're just holding these mm. things in secret as if you're the person who's done something wrong, you know, or it's it's quite heavy. Sorry to just, yeah, dampen With, the vibes like that. No, no, no. I mean, I asked the question because I think I find it um, fascinating also the idea of what it must have taken because it is about someone in particular, what it must take to put that out into the world and thinking about the ramifications of all of that, like, you say that you're, you know, not tough enough. I mean, that's a strength more than anything, I think, to be so 
are forthcoming with something so personal that you know a person out there is going to hear and go, that's me and that's about me. Did it make you nervous to do that? And, and have there been for you repercussions from that? Well, I think that, um, you know, it's it's even sadly, it's it's sadly for me greater than just one experience and just oh. one thing, you know, it's just been, you know, but, that, but, but I know so many people, so many women r- relate to that. And I think, um, you know, for me, it is like you said, it's getting to be loud, but in a way that's so sad, but also so powerful. I think music is just that thing that allows something that's, so ugly like the, what I'm talking about in that song is some of the ugliest experiences I've ever experienced as a human and and yet I get to make something at least beautiful something at least that allows other people to feel seen it if they need it you know I had some therapists reach out and and tell me that before they do therapy sessions with with some people who are dealing with those subjects they play that song for them and I'm like wow, wow. Like, just the ultimate you know, validation of just feeling less alone and, you know, tough. But, but you know, you know, you, you push on through it as best you can. And, and a song like that really, really was medicine for me. Mm. I, don't, I don't think if there are people out there that aren't that into music generally, which is something I will never understand, but they exist in this world. I don't think they, um, I don't think they get that for people who love music, music can quite literally save people's lives. It really can. Yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Some of these songs also did for me, you know, I think. Yeah. Which is yeah. also like, it's a wonderful thing. But I imagine when um, you're someone like you, sometimes it, does it ever feel like a heavy burden? I think there are times when I'm like, oh my goodness, like why <laughs> did I why did I share this, you know? But then I think for me as an artist, what's so important to me is is transparency and honesty. Like I think I'm I'm my most honest self, ironically on a stage, mm. on, on a show where I know people have come to share that space of me and I'm, I'm actually my most open and vulnerable. I have another song on the album, it's called Body Dysmorphia and it's so, um, uh, so uncomfortable, um, but, you know, there was times in my old tours where, you know, it's about feeling really uncomfortable in your skin and, and dealing with and battling with, you know, eating disorders and really ugly, complicated subjects like that, you know, things that are so uncomfortable to talk about. And I remember on the stage that I'll take, I'll take my clothes off just to my underwear, but I, it was not sexy underwear. I'm talking like t-shirt bra and like granny pants, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm literally stood there and I feel hot and I hate it. Like I don't, you know, that's not my strength. My strength isn't feeling beautiful. My strength is loving to create music and write songs. So so it is that thing of sometimes I'm like, goodness me, like I've really, like there are days where I'm like, So why do you do that? This is tough. What makes you do it? I just, I just think it's important. I just, I don't know why. It's, it's just the kind of artist I want to be. I think there are artists out there who, smile and wave and get on with it and are extremely professional and you'll never see them crack and they'll just hold that perfect image and I literally commend commend those people because that takes an entirely different kind of strength mm. you know and I just think from from my side of the the coin I don't know why but I just I want to be the artist that is the opposite of that even though that in turn isn't always easy at all but it's freeing and it's real and 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 I think that's what art is about, you know. It's about it's not just about feeling good, you know, and it's not just about heartbreak, you know. It's not just about breaking up with an ex. It's deeper things and there's things that we're all carrying. So much more to talk to you about, Ray. Um, we heard a little bit of it there, but let's get that incredible song on in full now. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Ray, we love you and your music so much. Uh, everyone would have heard these songs. I don't want to feel how I did last night. I We're going to flip a switch on a 
through your music, you have spoken so bravely about your time in the music industry and specifically what it can be like for a young female feeling pretty vulnerable. Have there been other artists around, like other um, high-profile artists contact you to say that they've heard your music and re- it's spoken to them, especially, you know, everything that happens within the music industry and the misogyny that goes on and the patriarchy? Have you had other female artists contact you? Oh, my gosh, without a doubt. Um, the the way every single female in this industry that I've ever crossed paths with or had a conversation with can relate to me on on th- that song in particular, mm. Ice Cream Man. It's yeah, it's that's horrendous. It's, yeah, the, I mean yeah. the statistics are horrible. You know, one in four men and women are mm. gonna have to process and deal with a trauma of that kind in their life. Like that's that's a lot of people. That's 25% of the world population. Mm. But for that statistic, the conversations we're having and then the the way that I even, you know, I'm talking about it with you guys and, and I've been, I've released that song a year ago or whatever and I'm still here like, uh, you yeah. know, and and think about how many girls and boys and kids and adults and grown up, even elderly people are walking around and they've never told a soul what they've gone through, mm. you know? And why is that the case? I don't know. Mm. I think it's just a really tricky, heavy, difficult thing. So how do you navigate now, like, the music industry? Like, I think it was when you were nominated, I was reading something about how you said, you know, you've had this album, they weren't putting out any of your own music. You know, you'd signed a deal to put out your music. And now, obviously, you've got these nominations and we're hearing more and more of your music. How how do you flip that power to start saying, hey, play my bloody stuff? Like, how does that work? Obviously, for us, from an outside perspective, we just assume you go, well, this is the song I want to play and it gets played. But how do you change that so that now you get you get it on your terms? Um, well, you know, the beautiful thing is I'm lucky enough to be an independent artist now. I have a distribution company who helped me, you know, distribute stuff. they help me you know what I mean like make hard copies but for the first time in my career I'm actually a boss like I'm actually in charge of my career I'm in charge of my music I'm in charge of my art my creative my visuals what I want to do what I don't want to do and you know I was in the label system for about seven years I had a really tricky time Twitter kind of saved me I ended up being able to you know, break out of a contract and and find a, a really beautiful distributor and and you know and then I work with my parent, my mum and dad. We are my management. And then we oh. like work together. Yeah, which you know could be a disaster in some cases, but I'm just really so lucky that my parents are just so brilliant and supportive and and work hard. And did they know anything about the industry before, or are they just learning it? on the job no no they didn't my dad worked in insurance for 20 years and my mum was an nhs nurse for 20 years do you know what i mean (laughs) do they come on tour are they here yeah they are here my mum's actually out there oh Oh, my god oh that's awesome she's looking around like she hates attention (laughs) who do you take after your mum or your dad do you know what a bit of both a bit of both yeah my my mum and i like such like empaths and like super you know, stuff like that. But my dad is like super like, right, driven, like can do the work hard. Like, I don't know. I think I'd take a bit of both. I definitely take That's, a bit of both. It's a family affair on the road. Do yeah, you take friends on the road as well? Like who come, who's in your crew? I do. We have a very small team, but everyone in my team is like either family, you know, or people that I've, I've known, basically family who I've known for years. I just think, you know, as well, if you're going to be working this hard it takes a lot of hard work and and a whole big lot of love and effort to to um you know run run an artist project you know you want to be doing it with people that you love you know having a good time as well okay we could chat to you for hours um but we do want to chat to you more can you stay with us a little bit longer of course I can, yes. Gary and Tommy. Gary and Tommy for your Tuesday, Arbor, and we are still lucky enough to be joined by Ray. Ray, um, we've got to talk about um, your tour because, as we've said, um, Carrie and I are coming to the show and we can't wait. Uh, if you have got tickets to see Ray, I reckon you're real lucky because you must have booked in these venues um, a long time ago. Yes. Because 
they're way too small for you. <laughs> and I feel, I feel so privileged that we're going to get to see you before you're in a stadium, which you could easily be in. No, it's, not it, the stadium. But it's, way too, but it's way too small. It's way too small. My friend Do you know works, what, though? I love a theatre. Like, for me, it's a lovely size of, like, you can see everyone. Also, with my shows, I kind of... I don't script everything and I don't like it to be like this wall between us. I like it to just be like this big, lovely, interactive, safe. Yeah, but babe, let's make some money. Let's get the stadiums (laughs) happening. (laughs) But you know what, though? If money was was my driver, my career would look completely different. Of course. You know, my music would sound completely different, I think. (laughs) Yeah, mum and dad would ask for a pay rise. (laughs) (laughs) Do you party when you're here or you were like in bed straight after the show kind of girl? You know, sadly, I think th- with the way that I use my voice, I can't. If I was to party, I wouldn't be able to to deliver the kind of songs and the the notes that I want to do. That's the kind of sacrifices because I want to do. I want to just do the biggest and the ah, like <laughs> yeah. I just want to go for it. But in order to do that, you have to be rested. You have to have your vitamins. You have to have had eight hours sleep, and you can't be out at nightclubs talking really loudly because your voice will go yeah. yeah you know well please look I'll party when I'm 60 I've got big plans <laughs> what's the craziest thing that's happened to you you know in the last few years like a moment where you've gone oh my god what is going on in my world I'm at so and so's house doing whatever like has there been a oh. moment that's just hit you <laughs> I mean there's been so many pinch me moments to be honest I think you know I mean not too long ago I was at um j-lo's house i was just doing some writing for her album this is me now you know and you're just like here i am just with j-lo on her sofa and we're just writing lyrics together you know just bonkers do you have that awkward moment when you meet people that are big stars when you don't know what to call them at first like do you go jenny from the block (laughs) no no i wouldn't i just would i would just not I just wouldn't. I would just be like, hey. Hey, so what do you think about? Yeah, yeah. I would be like, hey, Jay. Like, he'll know. Like, how dare I? No, 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 no. I don't think I've ever thought, is Ray your, well, what's your actual name? I've just always thought you were Ray. But it's, what does Ray stand for? Well, my real name is Rachel. But it's like Rachel. Like, ah. one of my best friends started calling me Ray. And then actually when I changed schools, I was like, I decided, okay, this is going to be my artist name. I changed schools when I was about 14. And then I went up to all the teachers before the lesson started. And I said, please don't call me Rachel. Can you just say Ray when you read the register? And I was like, okay. So, yeah, like I moved schools and was like, I'm going to rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so fabulous. We yeah. love you so much. It's it's so nice when you get to meet someone that you kind of idolize musically and, and they're more fabulous in real life than you can oh, ever imagine. So it. you've been awesome. Thank you so much. We know we've taken a lot of your time up. We can't no, wait thank you. to watch you and, yeah, follow your journey. You're amazing. I hope you enjoy the show and thank you guys for also being so lovely. What a lovely interview. We, we can't wait for the show. Um, we end interviews, obviously, by telling people um, where they can get tickets. Um, head to rayofficial.com, but there aren't any. Uh, they're sold out, but we still should listen, say that. Yes, stream it, <laughs> listen go, to it. You know, I've dreamed of days like this, guys. I'm not Aww. laughing at you. I'm just laughing and joying. <laughs> yeah. like, ah, yeah. ah, go and stand outside the venue and see what you can hear, <laughs> and you should have got in earlier. But the only places uh, people can still get tickets to see you is Laneway Festival. That is happening around the country. So, again, solo shows, you missed out. But... Laneway, still available. Get him. Thank you, guys. And I'll see you at Melbourne, okay? Yeah. Carrie and Tommy. Ooh, you got something about the man who dominates that opener because... Yes, a bit of JT sexy back coming up. Uh, The reason I'm bringing that to you today is because Britney Spears uh, appears to have apologised to JT over the comments she made, uh, her allegations in her book. Mm. You might remember uh, it was pretty full on, her new book, The Woman in Me. She talked about how... Um, she uh, was with JT and they fell pregnant and he told her to have an abortion as he didn't want to be a father, um, that he had cheated on her with another celebrity and it was all a lot at the time. But on Monday night she posted a clip of him 
singing his songs with Jimmy Fallon on NBC's Saturday Night Live program. And alongside the Instagram post she'd written, I want to apologise for some of the things I wrote about in my book. If I offended any of the people I genuinely care about, I'm deeply sorry. And then said, I also want to say I'm in love with JT's new song, Selfish. It's so good. How come every time I see Justin and Jimmy together, I laugh so hard? Um, So I think there's some backstory going on about the song Selfish that she had released back in 2011 and now he's got the song out. There's been a lot of people campaigning. There's a bit happening. There's a bit happening (laughs) with the record label. There's a bit happening. But anyway, Britney's, uh, I don't know, out of whether it's of her own free will or being um, encouraged perhaps firmly to show some love to JT. (laughs) Who knows what's happening Mm. there, but that is the latest. Bickers, can I finish with a question? Mm -hmm. It's only about the song um, Sexy Back. Mm -hmm. Um, If it was instead of um, I'm bringing sexy back, if the lyrics were just I've got a sexy back, do you think it would have been as popular? (laughs) No, but I've always wondered where sexy went. Oh. Mm. Why why did he have to bring it back? Did he go unsexy for a bit? I think sure. Was sexy not I think a thing? Sure took it for a while. Oh, she did. She <laughs> yeah. still got it though. Yeah, that's why she took it. Yeah. And JJ's like, I want we it all, back. We all need it back. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy for the drive home. It's time for Bickmore's Bits. Woolworths Net Set Go Come and Play Day returns on 17th February. Head to netball.com.au forward slash net set go to find your nearest centre. Fun starts. Play starts here. We start here. What do you want to hear about first? What happened on the plane? What not to eat? Or who you're related to? What happened? Oh, who I'm related to? Probably that one. Actually, no, you're not. Oh, then what happened on the plane? Okay. Uh, So a guy on an Aeromexico flight, um, they were waiting to take off. There was a delay, so I was stuck on the tarmac. He decided he wanted a bit of fresh air, so he um, opened the emergency exit, walked out onto the wing, and um, yeah. Got a bit of uh, fresh air. I get yeah. it. I get it. The wind you know when you, you? S- you, you, <laughs> you know when you're sitting on the tarmac though, and sometimes it's been hours, yes. and you're just like, "Why did we get on?" Just yeah. they let's should let everybody have a little wander on the wing. You should. They yeah. should keep the wing doors open till you're ready to take off. But also just put out the slidey slide so everyone can have a little oh, go. Put a bit of water down, down there. Yeah, slip little slide. Slip slide. Yeah. But, but, but you've tried to um, get a, a sleeping bag back into its. Cover. Yes, that is Imagine true. Once they to... pop it, maybe they just fly with them open. <laughs> just flapping down. <laughs> um, there's a trend that's uh, going off in South Korea at the moment, but health officials have issued a warning um, for the public. Don't guys eat um, deep fried toothpicks in case that's what you were thinking of doing. Uh, there's well, videos that have gone viral. They don't even look like toothpicks anymore. They uh, see those little things. Yeah. yeah, they deep fry them and they turn into, they puff up and they turn into little corkscrews and you, they're called the poor man's curly fries. You know you know what you've done now. Oh, what have I done? All, all do I want to do is eat a deep fried toothpick. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't Why? because the ones that are made around the world oh, are different to the ones that are made in South Korea. And in South Korea, they're made of corn and potato starch with sorbitol, which is that sugary um, like, I, I always use it's a natural tool. laxative, so don't have too many of them. Is it? Yeah, um, if you have it in large concentrate, if you ate the whole container of toothpicks, too much sorbitol. That's in South Korea, but it's not made the same elsewhere. So you just be eating. Like, the isn't it great? Isn't it great oh. though? Because you know how toothpicks get stuff out of your teeth. Mm. If you eat enough of them, it gets stuff out yeah. of the back end. <laughs> yeah. And finally, you don't have this problem because you're a, a brown-eyed boy. Thank you. brown-eyed girl. No one wrote a song about me, no. did they? Yeah. <laughs> who's, um, who's got blue eyes in this room? You do. I do, yeah. No, I, don't, I think mine are green. Yours I'm are? Confused. Oh, sorry. I'm colourblind. But yours look blue to me. Jesse, yours look blue. What anyone else? Who else is yeah. blue? You guys are related, so that's <gasps> awkward. Oh, is that why you're saying Going yours, aren't, yours yeah. aren't blue because you didn't <laughs> no, want to be related to this guy? <laughs> a surgeon on TikTok, because that's where we get all of our uh, great surgical yeah. advice, um, he has explained in a video that all blue-eyed people are related. They're all descendants from one person that lived near the Black Sea six to 10,000 years ago. That person got a mutation in the gene, chromosome 15, making brown eyes into blue. And he said, so if you've got blue eyes and you see someone else with blue eyes, you're looking at a long-lost cousin. Long, 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 long lost. You yeah. can still have a crack. Follow Carrie Bitmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Bye. Bye. That's it from the Carrie and Tommy podcast. But don't let the good times end. Raise a glass to the everyday or the extraordinary with Liquorland. Discover your next favourite drink in store or online. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise.